your vehicle to the past doesn't need roads or even 1.21 gigawatts. It's the Retro Network Time Machine with Jason and Mickey! Welcome back to the TRN Time Machine, sponsored by Retro Days. Uh, one of the big things that Retro Days does each year is the Halloween special over there on the website. So do yourself a favor. Go over there and sign up for an account this week at retro-daze.org. And you'll be set up. Uh, you can even check out the forums in the meantime. There's a, a lot of great people over there you can meet and do all the retro talking you want to <laughs> in those forums. But the, the Halloween special is coming up uh, very soon. I, I reached out to Tony. He's not given me a date yet on when that's going to happen. Uh, but... You're, we've also got a, a special Halloween episode of RD's Detention coming up uh-huh. over there on YouTube. So, And I know they've got a special guest, too. They've got the Crypt Keeper, the actual voice of the Crypt Keeper. He's going to be part of that. So it's going to be very fun. I think Adam even teased that a little bit uh, last week, if I yeah, remember serves me correctly. So, yeah, uh, man, some good stuff coming up. Uh, everybody gets, seems to get in that Halloween season and very fun stuff comes up like this. So make sure you're connected with Retro Days uh, this month for some fun content coming up. When you say people need to go over and sign up for an account, folks, don't let that throw you. It's a free account. There's nothing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's not a paid thing. Yeah, go over and make sure you sign up. Because like Jay said, you don't want to miss the Halloween special when it hits because it's a lot of fun. It's like a live watch that you would do on YouTube, but it's with all retro-minded people in a great environment. So you want to be notified of when that's dropping. And if you get the free account, then you can start submitting articles and stuff over there too and, mm-hmm. and take advantage of the point star like we all have. So that'll be fun to go ahead and do that this week. But uh, yeah, let's keep moving along our, our Halloween treats, man. I put down here, I didn't was thinking of a way to kind of start this little conversation out. Um, what was your trick or treat experience like as a kid? Um, where I actually lived, it was kind of desolate, of course, uh, but my grandmother lived in town and she lived on this street. It was not a one-way street or a dead-end or a cul-de-sac street, but it had one long straight stretch that she lived on. So we would go and she kind of lived in the middle of it. We would go there and park and mom would sit on her porch with granny and give out candy. And I could run up and down both sides of the street and be in eye view for you know a quarter mile in each direction mm-hmm. and the street was filled with older retired folks who just loved the kids and loved halloween and showed it through the treats that they provided for people so i had a great halloween experience as a kid we got top-notch candy and other treat as we're going to talk about not all the best treats were candy and i'm going to go over a few of but uh, yeah it was cool. really fun and all the a lot of kids in town that you went to school with came to the same street and it was just like a party in the street. You know, uh, there was very little traffic uh, kids. You could roam around in the street and, and talk and play and run and, and go trick or treating and still be within eyesight in a safe environment. So I had a great Halloween trick or treating experience growing up. Yeah, that's cool. I thought maybe living out in the country a little bit, you'd have to find another place like that to, to do your trick or treating without you know, <laughs> no walk a mile to your next neighbor or whatever. <laughs> yeah, well, you know there were plenty of cows around us, but they didn't give out candy. So yeah, that's true. Trick or teat. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little refreshment as you're uh, <laughs> tracing yeah. through the the farm 
uh, lands there. That's fun. <laughs> we I, I lived on a cul-de-sac growing up, and it was rural kind of area. So we had a, a main drag that went into town, and then you had several streets off of there that were just dead-end streets. And what we would do is normally hit our street, and we were allowed at some point to, with me and uh, some of the neighborhood friends, to go down that main drag and then up the next dead-end street to hit all those houses as well. And I, I don't know, there might have been maybe uh, 24 on each street, something like that. So by the time we were done, we had a pretty good size of candy just in two streets. And like you said, it seemed like back then everybody participated. Mm-hmm. There there was like maybe one or two houses that would have their lights off or maybe they were out of town or whatever. But like 90% of the houses would participate, which is not what's the case nowadays. And right. it's, it's a different time and it's a safety thing and people don't feel comfortable with people coming to their door. <laughs> like it's uh, some big conspiracy like the, you know, the razor blades and the apple back in the day. But anyway... <laughs> Well, you know, uh, my kids, they have had the great setup here in the recent years. They're Halloweening. There's a subdivision here that has all these crisscrossing streets. And mm-hmm. like everybody in that subdivision gives out candy. But not only that, there's a couple of high points. There's one family that has a rather large house there that they turn the whole bottom floor of their house into a haunted house for the trick-or-treaters to go through, take your kids through. There is uh, another house there that sets up this they bring in all these bells of straw and build like this straw maze haunted house in their backyard that kids can go through and then in the cul-de-sac the family that lives there has a bonfire where you can go toast marshmallows and stuff so in addition to seeing all your friends and doing your trick-or-treating you got two different haunted house attractions and a bonfire and it's all free a big you know family community environment so they've had it really lucky my kids have yeah we uh, i would say maybe 25% 25% of houses in our whole neighborhood participate. So we usually go to like a fall festival nearby at a church or someplace where they're, you know, giving out a bunch of candy and have like the trunk or treat where you set up your, your trunk and uh, play little games and stuff to, to win candy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do stuff like that. And we will, I will drive them around the neighborhood a little bit to get that experience of going up to somebody's door. You don't know. And, <laughs> Asking for candy. Well, you're still in the midst of it with your youngest one. But last year was their last year of going out trick-or-treating. Both of my kids are too old now, but my youngest still wants to go. And I'm like, no, you're too old for that crap. Now you need to be going out and egging houses and stuff. You're (laughs) you're too old for the trick-or-treating. You just need to focus on the tricks. That's right. I'm going to take her out this year and show her how, and then I'm going to turn her loose next year. Yeah. Make her her go corning. I'll I'll send you some shuck corn. (laughs) Well, I'm sure where I'm at, I could find some shuck corn. That's just something we had never engaged in around here. <laughs> We're gonna have to go into the, some of that at some point. But you, we anyway. need to get together at one of our two neighborhoods and just go do that at some point. We'll go pull all your old pranks. That that would be great. <laughs> we'll make that a a TRN retreat next fall. We'll all get together and go, you know, soak people's windows and stuff. Team <laughs> team building. <laughs> <laughs> buy some plastic cutlery and uh, fork their yards and yeah that would be great then we all get arrested and we're like eric don't you talk you're gonna be out of this thing <laughs> <laughs> one for all all for one. <laughs> oh gosh all right well um 
just part of our conversation, I was uh, going through uh, my normal feed this week and found that uh, Mental Floss posted an article on all of the popular Halloween candy by state. I thought this would be fun to go through and see what is most popular in our state. And the funny thing for me is, of course, growing up in Pennsylvania, Hershey's is going to be <laughs> one of the top ones in, in Pennsylvania, which it is. But in Alabama, it also is as well. So I don't know if my consumption of Hershey's chocolate bars has something to do with that or those the, the variety packs was what I loved uh, as a kid. Everybody went for the crackle first, it seemed like. Yeah. But um, those ones uh, I, I loved as a kid. And I'm not huge into chocolate, even though I grew up close to Hershey. Uh, it, I thought that was funny that both of those states, the top is Hershey. What is it there in Virginia? I'm trying to see what hot, that is. It's hot tamales. Hot, hot tamales. Okay. I, well, I wasn't aware that our migrant population had grown so much in recent years to <laughs> cause that to happen. But uh, we're not the only state. It, it says that hot tamales is the favorite in four different states. Yeah. Well, it looks like, uh, is that Arizona? Well, see, Arizona. I wasn't too far off in my thinking. Yeah. But. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, New York. I see it in New York. And what is that? Illinois, I think, as well. Or Indiana. It's one of them. Yeah. Hot tamales. Interesting. Well, know. that's what I thought. I, I mean, I wouldn't have. I could have guessed my top 10 and wouldn't have had hot tamales. So. Yeah. Well, that was a little bit of uh, interesting. Uh, <laughs> statistical analysis there thanks to i think it was actually through candystore.com oh well i'm not done i got a few more highlights from this thing oh, okay go for it man candy corn rated the number one worst candy yeah crazy because it's the most ordered candy in five different states but you know that's not something you really give out for halloween that's something you buy and put on your own countertop meet them because it, it's hard to give that stuff away as far as it being not being individually wrapped and my favorite stat from the whole thing is Iowa's favorite is the Indian corn version of candy corn, <laughs> which, That's right. which I prefer the Indian corn version. So I just thought that was neat that five different states had candy corns and I was the only one with the Indian corn version of candy corn. <laughs> we were at uh, five below yesterday and they have like unicorn horns. It's candy corn, basically, that's like rainbow colored. I've seen those. I have We found. I uh, tried it yet. I don't remember the brand name. It's it's a cheap candy. Uh, you get the little round, clear plastic bowls full of candy corn or whatever. Mm. We found last week uh, caramel apple candy corn, and it's really good. Really good. That's good. I don't mind candy corn and the candy pumpkins, too. Mm -hmm. I'd eat those as a kid, so... All right, that was interesting. Um, you want to get into your list here? You want to talk about our, our favorites first and save the, the worst for last? <laughs> yeah, how you want to do this? You want to do a countdown or you just want to talk about this stuff? We just go back and forth. It doesn't have to be necessarily a, a one through five ultimate list. Um, All right, well, the first one I'm going to throw out, and it took, some, it took one of two people to give this out at Halloween, either somebody who is really cool as an adult or somebody who was really cheap as an adult. And that's any kind of plastic toys, like the witch's fingernails or the, the, the vampire teeth and stuff like that. But that street I used to trick-or-treat on, there was a couple people who would just throw in some of that stuff in your trick-or-treat bag. Mm -hmm. 
which on a night that you're getting 90 to 95% candy, it was cool to get something a little bit different because you're going home, you're eating the candy and you're having a good time and you're bouncing off the walls. Well, getting those little plastic toys gave you something to do while you were eating that candy. So I always like getting those in the trick or treat bags. Yeah, they weren't bad. I remember getting some spider rings as a kid. Oh yeah. Spider rings were everywhere. Yeah, it was, it was different. Well, I would prefer candy, but. <laughs> well, I didn't say I wouldn't prefer candy, but like I said, you got a bag full of candy. Having something just a little different sometimes was, it was okay. Okay. Well, I'm good with it. Um, I mean, if you don't like my picks, we can stop now. We'll just <laughs> go on to something else. I'm not trying to criticize your picks. <laughs> your little plastic uh, vampire teeth. Yeah. yeah. They didn't come with the fake blood, though, back then. It was just the plastic teeth, you know. Yeah, Nowadays, yeah. you can get it with the fake blood and do it upright. Yeah. Back in my own day, you had to make your own blood. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to throw one out there. I'm, I'm interested to see what you think about this, because this is just a, a seemingly a Halloween exclusive. Okay, I don't see these anywhere else during the year. And I've always loved it. I'm a big popcorn fan, so I love getting popcorn balls. Because they were, and I like the kettle corn too, because they were sweet. And it might be a little interesting trying to eat them, but I, I don't know. I like popcorn balls. You know, I never remember seeing or getting popcorn balls when I was trick or treating. The first time, and maybe it was just me, I just missed them. But the first time I saw them was when I actually worked at a grocery store. Like in 94, we got a display of them in. I'm like, what in the heck is this? But yeah, that was a good idea held together, I guess, by some light corn syrup or something. Mm-hmm. It, just a ball of popcorn so cheap to produce and and a great novelty and pretty good if you like popcorn it's pretty good yeah yeah i like it all right what's another one all right well i'm staying away from toys for just a second i'm gonna hit you with two of them i'm gonna give you a a candy as well but there was this older gentleman who was big into collecting baseball cards on that street where i trick-or-treated and you went to his house and rang his doorbell and said, trick or treat, you got a pack of that year's Topps baseball cards. I know. Oh, really? So, yeah. So going along with like the plastic toys, you got all this candy. And then here's a pack of baseball cards. And at that time, baseball cards was a much bigger deal than they are now. You know, right. more collecting and stuff. So that was awesome. And I remember going back to my granny's porch and sitting down with other friends from school and ripping those packs open and starting trading right then. So <laughs> I like that. But uh, well, actually, I'm not going to say candy, something, but something, food item, were people who would give away drinks, as in Capri Sun pouches or bottles of Squeeze-Its, or uh, some folks even gave away whole cans of soda. And uh, see, I, like I said, I trick-or-treated on a street that had really cool stuff because these people just had money and they loved Halloween. But getting, like, you got the spider rings and you got the baseball cards and you got all your candy and then here's a Capri Sun Pacific Cooler to wash everything down with. That was just great getting drinks in the bag. Now, I I've got a specific story about getting a drink which kind of ruined Halloween for me, ruined my trick or treating pretty much for good. Uh-oh. And I, I got a <laughs> and this was on my least favorite list. I got a little hug. You know, the little juice that was in the oh. barrels with the foil lid, you oh, know, yeah. back in the day. Mm-hmm. I love little hugs. Now, don't get me wrong. This is not a knock on the drink itself, but giving it out of Halloween, this is what happened to me. So it was like one of the, the houses we hit last on our way back home. So I've got this bag full of candy, and they throw in the little hug. Well, 
when they threw it in, a lollipop stick went right through the foil lid. And <laughs> soaked my candy. Oh. Soaked it. I remember going back. Well, I actually, I remember walking up the street. And from the street lights, my friend like looked back and said, hey, dude, you're leaving a trail. I was like, what? And he look, and it's like dripping through my back. <laughs> I get back home and dad like put down a towel and we just laid it all out. We tried to, you know, anything that was like wrapped candy was was pretty much okay. But some of the other stuff just got ruined. And uh, that just did it for me, man. Little hug. <laughs> a, a bath of little hug juice on all of my <laughs> Halloween candy. That was one of the last uh, last times I went trick or treating. It was all tricks from that point on. And and damned if you didn't, I would go back to that house, and that was the first one we egged. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, there's two ways to look at that, though. You know, the glass is always half full. Was it the little hugs? It fault? was freaking empty that night, dude. <laughs> Was it was it the little hug's fault and that person who gave it to you, or was the real culprit the person who gave you that sucker? Yeah, yeah. If they hadn't have given you that sucker, none of this would have happened. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> well, you don't know that it would. Oh, uh, anyway, that's what I just associate with my getting out of trick or treating. That phase was was that that year. <laughs> Turn out the lights. The party's over, folks. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, one of my favorite candies to get, and you can't get away with it these days. Well, actually, you can because I bought some yesterday, but in a different form. I used to love getting candy cigarettes. I have always loved that mm-hmm. chalky taste of candy cigarettes. And before we knew what went on in prison, we kind of mimicked prison because my friends at school, those things were like currency. But it was candy <laughs> cigarettes and not real cigarettes. You could get all kinds of stuff for a handful of candy cigarettes back in my day. Uh, but now I just seen at Dollar Tree yesterday, they call them candy sticks now. Yeah. yeah. I bought a bag of, uh, which I'm throwing some in, in Jeff's uh, nostalgia pack uh, because I found some retro ones that, Feature Tom and Jerry and the Flintstones and the Jetsons and stuff on the box oh, of nice. candy sticks. So, yeah, now they're called candy sticks. But I actually found some Lucky Strike candy cigarettes here a couple months ago, newly produced. I mean, these weren't old collectibles or anything. And I've got some of those in the Retro Museum now. And I ate like, I don't know, I bought a carton of them when I, when I bought a carton. Them. A I think carton I, of candy cigarettes. I think I've ate 10 packs of them and kept two for. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen them at uh, at Big Lots, and they had like the uh, the gum cigars. Mm-hmm. I've seen those, and then you, would you remember the candy cigarettes that was the gum? That oh you, yeah, you could puff, and <laughs> you had that one yeah. little puff you could do of which whatever was just, that stuff was. It was just the bubblegum dust from them producing it. But <laughs> right. It seemed like the paper was always nearly impossible to get off of that bubblegum cigarette though yeah he was always having to chew little bits of paper that's right yeah because you yeah you walk around with the thing in your mouth and it just gets so wet and then it starts getting sticky from the gum and you're like uh yeah (laughs) (laughs) carton of candy cigarettes that's great that would make an excellent christmas present too if anybody's listening and need you know ideas (laughs) i prefer the 100s well you remember like back in the uh day they would put like a red dot on the end too uh-huh. of this i don't think they do that anymore well in the in the lucky strikes that i bought they did 
I, it's not really? probably not like that on the uh, on the candy sticks as they call them. But these are actually marketed and sold as candy cigarettes, which is weird because I thought that was illegal. And maybe these are you know somebody flying under the radar, I guess. But yeah, they had the little pink red specks on the end of it. Cool. All right, my favorite, all time favorite, still my favorite, are nerds. I love nerds. Um, even the little boxes that where you only get one flavor, but you were really lucky if you got like the full pack of nerds back in the day where you had the two sides that opened mm-hmm. up. You know, I've always loved nerds, and those are the first things I go for in my kids' candy when they're in, <laughs> in bed at night. <laughs> I'm going for a box of nerds. <laughs> well, going back to that article we talked about, nerds was listed as the sixth most popular candy. Mm-hmm. but it did not make the top pick in any single state. Uh, when I wrote this piece for Retro Ramblings last week on my favorite Halloween treats, I put nerds on the list. It seems like uh, maybe nerds were out before I become aware of them. I don't know, but it seemed like they're in the mid-80s. Nerds became a really big deal in the candy world, and all my friends at school had nerds, the dual-sided boxes like you're talking about. And I remember before the before I finished trick-or-treating, they had already came out with the little mini boxes, single flavor, like you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And I was the same way back then. Man, give me the nerds. Those things were great. Because yeah. part of it was just the cachet that came with it the next day at school. It was like, I got nine boxes of nerds last night. What'd you guys get? <laughs> right. They had some great f- combo flavors, too, you know, on either side when you, when you got the nerds. Yeah, they blew up. They had the nerd cereal. They had the... The little nerds characters, I think, that came with the candy inside, too. and Oh, I used to get those in my stocking at Christmas. Yeah, that little mm-hmm. plastic nerd that was just full of nerds. Yep. That was and a good one. As time went on, they started producing Halloween flavors, like the Christmas. You'd get like the, I don't remember what the flavors were. Or maybe it was just the theme color packaging. Maybe it was cherry on one side and green apple on the other, but it was red and green. And parents would buy them, put them in stockings. Yeah, nerds is a classic candy, though. But opposite from candy, I've got another non-candy item that I used to love to get. And that was any kind of gift certificate. Like these days, it's oh, really yeah. popular for kids to get the little book of the free Frosty coupons. Mm-hmm. And remember what I say, folks, there's only one flavor of Frosty. It's a chocolate. Um, <laughs> but back in our day, you the more popular item was the McDonald's gift certificates. And right. usually it was for the free small French fries, but there were some years that I got ones for a free small cone. And the only downside to getting that in the trick-or-treat bag was you, you couldn't do anything with it right away, or at least we couldn't because our closest McDonald's was 25 minutes away. But you knew the next time you were around there, it was like having money in the bank. You know, I've got this in my right. hip. Get mom's going to take me by. I'm going to get my free ice cream cone. This is going to be awesome. A lot of people may have lived near a McDonald's and go use it the next day or maybe on their way home from trick-or-treating. But, yeah, seeing that in there is almost like when your uh, grandparents would give you a, a savings bond or something for Christmas. You're like, what am I going to do with this? <laughs> but you knew eventually it was going to yeah. pay off. I'm going to buy something 20 years from now. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> now, bouncing off that, there is an older lady a street over from us, and we had her house pegged every year because – as soon as we found out she was giving away this, we were like, we got to make sure we hit this house. She would give out little baggies of money, like pennies. What? Yes. Like pennies and nickels and dimes. Yeah. Like her spare change. Like she just dumped in like a plastic baggie, tied it off and threw it in your sack. We're like, wow. Okay. Either like Halloween surprised her that year and she 
<laughs> she was like, oh, shoot, it's Halloween again. I don't have any candy. So she just goes to the junk drawer and finds whatever she can uh, <laughs> digging through the couch. <laughs> but, yeah, we got, like, bags of pennies. So this was like, you know, back in the day where we would go down to the candy store and a penny was a, equal to a piece of candy. So we were, like, adding <laughs> adding more candy to our uh, haul for the night just by getting some change. So yeah, it was great, man. Well, I've got, speaking of bags, I got one more item on my list here. And that was the people who would take the time and effort and money to put together the little treat bags. And mm-hmm. I put a picture of the classic ones I always think of up on Retro Ramblings. Just a little white paper bag with the Halloween drawing on it. And they had stuff, maybe a small box of nerds and a miniature candy bar, and maybe a Tootsie Roll and a piece of bubble gum or something in it. But anytime people took the time and effort to put together the whole little treat bag was just tops in my book. And uh, I, I wish more people had done it back then. But, you know, we're all different. Some people couldn't afford to do that. Some people chose to be, I don't know, maybe they saw that as the easy way out and they wanted to try to find the most unique single piece of candy mm-hmm. they could give it out. But I always loved the little treat bags. It was more bang for your buck. You'd stop someplace and get one piece of something here, and then you come over here, and you've got the whole little goodie bag. Yeah. Yeah, we had none of those people on our block. <laughs> really? Well, no. like I said, I was fortunate that I had a bunch of these elderly women who love seeing kids and, you know, yeah. done it right. The The best lady on that street, her name was Claire. I'm not going to say her last name, but she was a widow, and she was older, and she actually sprung for full-size candy bars. And she would buy nice. a multitude of different ones, and she'd had this big bowl. And when you came trick or treating, you got to pick whichever full size candy bar you wanted. So we always tried to make that our first stop because you didn't want all the good things getting gone, like the Twix or the Crackle bars, or you know, <laughs> get there first and have the the best selection. We had older folks on our both of our blocks, but they were hit or miss because you you could get like money like that. Like I said, uh, I remember getting like. Uh, Pencils and erasers, too, just randomly, not like in a goodie bag or anything, but they'd mm-hmm. throw those in, and I'd be like, eh, okay. Uh, so is that on your uh, worst, least favorite list? I, I didn't put it on the least favorite list, but it was just something that, I yeah, I could use, and it would be fun for the Halloween season, take them to school or whatever, but Well, it would be I fun if you got them before Halloween. You get them on Halloween, you're like, what am I going to do with this tomorrow? I need a Thanksgiving right. pencil now. Right, you're digging through your bag and you see uh, this thing, which could be an eraser or could be something gummy, and you have to make the determination. <laughs> that was my only qualm about it, you know. Uh, let me sniff this. Okay, this is an eraser. I don't want to eat this. Uh, <laughs> but uh, just a couple more from actually one more from my list, my my favorites list, and those were bottle caps. Oh, yes. I loved bottle caps. And of I course, still love bottle caps. Yeah, and I still do, too. Everybody loved their pop or soda. as you, We called it pop up north. Yeah, we but called it pop here, too. It just had that those awesome flavors like root beer. And, uh, it, and you never knew which flavor you were going to get in those little packs. So mm-hmm. I can't remember how many they came in back in the day, but typically three. now there's two or three. Yeah. I love bottle caps. Now, those surely so you've seen those big bins of the movie theater-sized boxes of candy at Walmart for a buck a piece. They have yeah. those big boxes of bottle caps mixed in there. Oh, do they? Okay. Yeah, I've bought them from there for years. I haven't, uh, I haven't dug through one of those in a while to see what was in there. So you can probably get some hot tamales in there too. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can. And Mike and Ike (laughs) and all those same kind of, yeah. Now, I like good and plenty's, though. Good and plenty's my candy. Oh, the the purple and white ones? Yeah. Yeah, the licorice. Uh, No, no. That's the like, that's like the black licorice flavor, right? Yeah, that's that's no. the good licorice flavor. There no. is no other licorice than black. Oh, People who call yes, red is. vines licorice, that's not licorice. Licorice <laughs> comes from the licorice tree, and they don't have red vine licorice trees growing out in the wild. <laughs> <laughs> that's a figment of somebody on the left coast's imagination. Yeah, okay. <laughs> now, I like red vines and Twizzlers, but that's not licorice. People need to get out of calling it that. It can be twisted and shaped like it, but it don't mean it's licorice. Okay, so I got the, uh, I still got the candy store's worst Halloween, top 10 Halloween candies. Number eight is licorice, and number nine is good and plenty. <laughs> fake news. Fake news. CNN. <laughs> fake news. Uh, yeah, I can't stand the black licorice flavor nope or the licorice flavor as you'll as you yeah, say yeah yeah licorice all right what are some let's get into some of the 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 ones we don't like i, I like a tootsie roll don't get me wrong but at the end of the night when you empty your bag and half of it was the little tootsie roll midgets you're like what are all these people doing can we not pick up something a little better than tootsie rolls because i would get 40 50 tootsie rolls every halloween i'm like ah, mm-hmm. come on yeah. This whole bag's full of these things. Yeah, those are always the last in my bag, too. You're like, you get down to the end, it's like Tootsie Rolls and I don't know what, uh, erasers. <laughs> well, <laughs> same thing. Right. <laughs> Back in the day, they didn't have the different flavor Tootsie Rolls. How do you feel about like the newer flavors? Like fruit There's flavor only flavor? one flavor of Tootsie Roll. <laughs> I know it. The rest of them are something else. I do like that. I do like the vanilla ones, though. But they're not Tootsie Roll. Tootsie is a brand of chocolate. What I like to do is take one of the chocolate and one of the vanilla. Eat them together. Now, that's a swell idea. Thank me later. Thank Mm -hmm. me later. I'll thank you now. I'll have some. Oh, shoot. The kids ain't going trick-or-treating. I mean, I got to buy that stuff now. (laughs) Gosh. Oh, no, no, no. No, the shipping department at work has a bowl of candy. I bet they'll have some out. I'll, I'll sneak in there and get some. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll try that Monday. There you go. All right, on my least favorite list, circus peanuts. I remember an older lady putting circus peanuts in a baggie and giving those things out. I guess cannot stand than, them. Oh I guess my god! Better than just dropping them loose in your trick or treat. Right, still, but I don't know. They were just—you never knew what kind you were going to get. Are you going to get the ones that they've been out in their jar for two months so that you could use to stop a door with, or? Or are you getting the squishy ones that are fresh? Yeah. I don't I, know. I can eat two or three individual circus peanuts about once a year. I'm not a big fan of them in general. I'll eat them can't every now and then. Can't but, even do that. <laughs> but as a Halloween candy trick-or-treat, you're right. That, that's got no place. We don't need that. My Now, it's something that I like, but get it like a candy apple or a caramel apple on Halloween. And there were some folks who would make these with love and, and you know, it's, it's an exorbitant treat, but they give it to you and you're holding it. And you're like, what the hell am I going to do with this for the next three hours? I can't put it in a bag and we'll get sticky everywhere. What are you, what are you doing? If you're having a Halloween party, great. Make caramel apples, candy apples, feed them to people, but to give them to a kid who's going to be walking up down the street for the next couple hours. What are you thinking? Yeah. Fruit has no business on Halloween night, in my opinion. 
No, but I tell you what's fun, though. You want to have some pranks with some mean kids that you don't like? Get you a big white onion and turn it into a caramel or candy apple (laughs) onion and watch them bite into that sucker. (laughs) There's a good idea. (laughs) Speaking of good ideas, and we're talking about horrible Halloween treats. Every year on the Jimmy Kimmel show, Cousin Sal does a video of of bad trick-or-treat treats. I don't know if you've ever seen these or not. No. But he sets up these hidden cameras around his house and his front door and these kids come and he always acts like he forgot it's Halloween and he just finds them stuff to give them. And these things are hilarious because my favorite one is when there'll be four or five kids and they'll knock on the door. He's like, oh, is it Halloween? They're like, yeah, trick or treat. And he's like, oh, uh, hold on, I'll, I'll find you something. And he comes back with like a loaf of bread and he opens it up and he's dropping a slice in each bag. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole video is just to capture the reactions of the kids. Right. And I, I think you. my other favorite besides that was a kid came. He's like, okay, I got something here for you. Hold out your hands. And he holds his hands out and Sal starts scooping ice cream into his hands and pouring chocolate <laughs> syrup on it. And the kid just starts digging in face first and just eating it, getting it all over itself. <laughs> there are several of those videos on YouTube you can watch, like Jimmy Kimmel, Bad Halloween Candy or whatever. And his he does one every year. So the day after Halloween, you'll there'll be one up there, a new one to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the parents out in the car are like, you're walking home. You're not getting into my car. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Jimmy, uh, the Jimmy Kimmel show is popular and, and cousin Sal is a reoccurring character on there. So people kind of know where he lives and they, I think purposely go there now to get their kids on camera and stuff. So the f- parents are cool with it, but you could tell back in the early days, the first one or two he filmed when the parents are in the scene with them, the look of disgust on their face is priceless because they don't know what's going on, that this is just a, you know, a gag, but, and I'm sure they probably, you don't see it on camera, but I'm sure after he does that to the kids, they probably give them some boatload of candy to make up right. for it afterwards. Yeah. So don't feel bad for them. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, another one for me, I just did not like, and I will eat a Butterfinger every once in a while, but Chico stick, you remember Chico stick? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, that was okay. It's like the inside of a Butterfinger the taste or the consistency of it, but I don't know what it was about them. It was just like this long thing that had the consistency of a tree branch and you (laughs) bite it off and it gets stuck to your teeth immediately and will not leave your teeth until it's like dissolved. I just didn't like the, I don't know. I didn't like chicka stick. I don't reckon I have any more. I mean, other than just people, who would go, I guess these days, the closest comparison would be going to the Dollar Tree and buying the biggest bag of hard candy they can find individually wrapped and dropping it in. And, mm-hmm. you know, the flavor's never right on it. And, yeah. A little more two. imagination, folks. Right. Yeah, just come on, man. I got two more. The one that my dad, I, I would give every piece of this I had to my dad because he just loved it and I couldn't stand it. And that's the the black and orange taffy, what they call the peanut butter kisses. Hate those, man. Peanut butter kisses. I don't know that I'm familiar with that. It's like that. It's like that peanut butter kind of individually wrapped taffy stuff. Oh, you mean like Mary Jane's or bit of honey? No, 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 no. It's the the wrappers themselves are either like orange or black. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that real cheap, just buy it at the Dollar Tree by the bag full. Yeah. Of stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dad loved those. And oh, I was I glad I was glad to shove them his way. Here, you want some of my candy? You take all of those. 
<laughs> and leave all the nerds and everything else, you know, alone. So at least I had some currency to give him each Halloween so he wasn't digging into my bag when I was asleep. Well, you know, those were just a cheaper knockoff version of Mary Jane's or Bitto yeah. Honey, which I love both of those. I'm not a big fan of those. I will eat one once in a while, but... The other other one that I had that I really hated getting was the boxes of Boston baked beans. Oh, I love Boston baked beans. Oh my gosh, dude, come on. They're like it's almost like tricking you because they're like uh, it's it got the candy shell but then it turns into like peanut butter shards and you need something to drink immediately after eating those, man. They're just so dry and oh, I don't know. I think they're good. No. No, <laughs> not on a candy night. I'm not. I don't want peanuts uh, coated in whatever that was on on Halloween night. Just a candy shell. It was good. No, didn't do it for me. Put some well, I, there or something. Then I don't have any M&Ms. specific. <laughs> me- I don't have any specific memories of getting them for Halloween. But just in general, I like those and the the other candy peanut. Maybe they're just called candy peanuts, where they got like the little bumps all over them. the star. Star bites or whatever they're called. Yeah, cultured people, they'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, that's it for my list. You're out? Yeah, I think I'm out. Okay. Well, this was fun, man. This was a, a good little overview of of Halloween and, and our trick-or-treat experience and candy and all that stuff. Very yeah, good and stuff. I'm sure we're going to continue hitting Halloween in the time machine probably for the rest of the month in some form or fashion. I say let's uh, let's keep it up. We got some stuff planned, uh, anyways, to uh, to keep that going. So anxious to see how that comes out. Mm-hmm.